From the Aleuts at Kizar to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cutback. It's 49ers cutback podcast time. You know what? We did this about the defense. We did. Now it's time to do this about the offense. It is. The 49ers. Are we doing 49ers offense against? Yeah, we are doing the 49ers offense against the NFC West defense. Wow. I just completely blanked on that. Okay. 49ers offense against the, <laughs> the NFC West defense. It's all right. You know, that's why the editor guy throws the, the topics up there yeah. on the screen. You know, he just wants to make sure that we don't forget. It's not for you. It's not for you viewers. It's for us, actually, mm. because uh, we're forgetful at times. Yeah. Just a little bit. But it's okay, because uh, we didn't forget this. We're on it. We're ready for this. 49ers offense versus the NFC West defense. What's it going to look like? Are they going to dominate? Are they going to obliterate? Hit that like button right now if you think they're going to obliterate the NFC West, because that's my opinion. My opinion is, is that the rest of the NFC West is going to struggle against this 49ers offense. They're going to struggle to slow them down. They're going to struggle to contain them. The 49ers are going to be able to run the ball on pretty much every team in the NFC West. They've shown they can do it against the Rams, even though the Rams have one of the better fronts. Um, I think the team that's going to give them maybe a little bit of trouble with establishing that run game might be the Cardinals now with that linebacking core they have. However, this is a big however, they have struggled against the 49ers in the past game. They have struggled covering running backs in space. And as much as I like Zayvon Collins, he doesn't have Raheem Mostert like speed. You get Raheem Mostert out there in space against Zayvon Collins, that could be a huge, gigantic mismatch. Uh, and I think the 49ers can exploit it heavily. Yeah, it's all about establishing the run game. And the first thing the 49ers did was establish that this offensive line was going to be a lot better than it was last year. They did that and they took care of it. And then you look at some of the other, you know, strengths and defense from these other teams. And right away you realize that the Seahawks are going to struggle a little bit unless they bring back KJ Wright. Right now they don't have him. So Bobby Wagner's kind of a lone wolf there. Um, their defensive line has never been good at stopping the run. So the 49ers are going to be able to take advantage of that and, you know, beat them down a little bit through the run game. And then when you look at the Rams, yes, they got Donald and, and they got some of those guys and they're they're predicated on speed. So what do the 49ers do? They start building on guys. And they're going to get stronger and they got juice and they got this creative run game. And they have struggled with the 49ers run game because the 49ers run game also includes Debo Samuel, now Jalen Hurd, Brandon Ayuk. There's so many weapons that you can use. The full unleashing of juice is going to be fun to watch. So they're going to struggle. Plus they lost Samson at Ebucom. He's now with the 49ers. Um, so those are going to be things that the 49ers can take advantage of against the Rams. And against the Cardinals, you're right. Zayvon Collins is a big difference maker. Isaiah Simmons is a big difference maker. J.J. Watt is somebody that is going to give Mike McGlinchey some issues. However, the one thing I will say is they have a weakness in the secondary. Yeah. So the 49ers can still establish this run. You're right. Zayvon Collins is going to struggle to stop Raheem Mostert, on, especially on sweeps and plays out on the edge, which Mostert has made kind of common. And he has been very, very good at those, especially since the playoffs of 2019, all into last year with hole shots. You know, especially um, the one against the, the Jets that I remember. It was a huge one on the first play of the game. Um, so those things are going to happen. So establishing the run game is going to be something the 49ers can do. And they have a strength against weaknesses of these other defenses. So that is the first thing I see as a opportunity for the 49ers to be successful against every NFC West team. No, I mean, I, I agree with you there. The run game is going to be very hard to stop. It's been hard to stop already. Yeah. The 49ers went out and did everything they could to make sure that it continued to be that. And you went and made sure that you got yourself a backup quarterback 
in case something happens to Jimmy and Jimmy goes down, that you can do a lot with him, including in the run game. Yep. Jimmy's not going to be utilizing the run game, but you could utilize Trey Lance and include him in that. And if Jalen Hurd's healthy as well on top of that, I think that's for both of us. That's part of what puts this 49ers offense over the top. It's a guy like Jalen Hurd and what he can add and what he can do. And who knows, they may still be going out and adding some pieces because if the 49ers get Julio Jones as well, is there a team that's going to be able to do anything in the NFC to stop the 49ers? I don't know. You know, they already have enough weapons as it is. True. I mean, if you look at it with Ayuk and Debo and George Kittle and Juice, just the way that they can use them. And now you've got Jalen Hurd. And I know a lot of people aren't huge on Travis Benjamin, but I'm someone that thinks Travis Benjamin can make plays. True. Richie James. Um, they have weapons that can do things that make other teams struggle in the NFC West. I mean, when you look at the Seahawks, once again, secondary issues. Mm-hmm. Jamal Adams is not great in coverage. So right away, you have an advantage of George Kittle being able to get open. Um, they lost cornerbacks. They replaced him with a killer Witherspoon, who we're familiar with. But he's going to struggle in certain situations. Um, so, yes, you can take advantage of that. And the 49ers are going to be very aware of what they can do. He also is going to struggle a little bit as a physicality in the run game. When you look at Arizona, they didn't do enough you know, to make sure that they, they took care of you know losing Patrick Peterson. Um, so once again, you've got an area there. The Rams, I don't believe their front seven is that great with the linebacking core that they have. I think they have a good one, and I think Jalen Ramsey's fantastic. But you can take advantage of them with their safeties and then they're the back end. Mm-hmm. So the 49ers, once again, all these great skill players that can do all this stuff, plus the 49ers window dressing motions with Debo Samuel. I mean, Aaron Donald still doesn't know who he is, but he's going to be going all over the place, causing problems. The addition of Jalen Hurd is huge. Brandon Ayuk is going to have a big year. And they're going to struggle stopping him on the outside. If they put Jalen Ramsey on Brandon Ayuk the entire game, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, and uh, Jalen Hurd are going to go off. I agree with you there. And look, here's the other thing, too, that people don't forget. The Cardinals are sort of taking a little bit of the Niners' playbook here with the defense with what they did this offseason. Went and went out went out big, paid J.J. Watt, and brought him in. But there's a difference between J.J. Watt and Nick Bosa and, and Armstead, and that's age. Watt yeah. also hasn't been able to stay healthy as well. He's had some injuries. Um, and the speed's not there. The dominance, he's still a very physical presence, but the speed is not there. He's not a speed-rushing threat off the edge. He's a power guy. He's a power rusher. He's a power-rushing threat. Um, you're not going to see him put his hand down and just blow off the edge like you've seen on film when we showed you our breakdown of D Ford. He's not that guy. He's not going to bend the edge. That's what Chandler Jones is for. Uh, but Chandler Jones has to stay healthy also. He's had some injuries the last couple of years yeah. as well. So, listen, the Cardinals are trying to replicate some things and maybe that's why they didn't go as deep on the back end with the corners as they did they're trying to hope that front four can get it done that front five front seven there that they have with their linebacking core can slow teams down enough and get enough of enough of a pass rushing presence that you know your secondary doesn't have to be that great however i think the 49ers addressed enough of their own line that it's just not going to matter it's just just didn't do enough they didn't get young enough they didn't get quick enough if you're not young enough you're not quick enough jimmy grapple is going to have enough time back there and your run game is going to be able to get going. Jimmy can feed off that run game. It's going to be really hard to stop. Yeah, once the run game gets going, you can take advantage of the play action. It opens up everything that Kyle Shannon wants to do. That's how you're going to get the whole shots down the field. George Kittle deep. Brian Ayuk deep. Um, Debo Samuel on these crossing routes. you know, And he's going to be able to catch the ball. Quick slants and then get upfield and make plays. And we saw Jalen Hurd can do the same thing. And the flexibility that they have to be able to use all of these guys. I think you mentioned this before in another episode was... Um, the improvement that Jalen Hurd is going to give us over Kendrick Bourne as far as with, you know, the fact that you have to fear him running fly sweeps, reverses, you know, playing on the backfield is a little bit different than Kendrick Bourne where 
I did watch some film recently and they were actually ignoring him. You're 100% right. They ignored him going across the formation. So it was completely window dressing. It, it meant nothing because they knew he wasn't going to get the ball. With Jalen Hurd, you're afraid he's going to get the ball and you're afraid he's going to make a big play. So that is going to help immensely. That means you have more weapons that can do you know, great things and do anything. I mean, we've seen them run little counter inside plays with Debo Samuel. Now you can do that with Hurd and leave Debo Samuel to still be a threat, you know, catching the ball of the slot. And dude, I mean, with how many times they've used Debo Samuel in the fly sweep action, there's plenty of times where they send that fly sweep action, don't hand it off to him, then run then run a stretch play the other direction with Debo then coming back across the formation in a slip action yeah. and slipping out into the flats with no one around him. You see Jalen Hurd running that fly sweep motion and then Jalen Hurd coming back downhill. This is things that teams are going to have to prepare for, which means now, you let's say you got Kittle. They got eye formation, right? Dual wide receivers out wide, Kittle there on the right side. You run Jalen Hurd on a little fly sweep action, go into his left. You fake that handoff, and then you fake a stretch run to the right. Kittle coming out in space, get up to second level like he's going to block, dragging across the formation, a little crossing route. Hurd coming back under on a slip route, and Jimmy Garoppolo having the option to dump down to Jalen Hurd or Kittle one-on-one -on -one with you know Debo, whoever, or Ayuk vertical on the other side or a deep post just pulling safeties and secondaries i mean you're talking about two options there either out there in the flats or coming across the field they're going to be wide open in space and once you get the ball to kittle in space he's going to bully people and get what he wants the yards that he wants we've also seen him be able to break tackles and knife through defenses for big huge plays he's done it to the cardinals numerous times cliff horseberry is still having nightmares about it in fact and you can get jalen heard the ball out and open in the flats where he's one-on-one -on -one with linebackers Good luck with that. Good luck bringing him down in space. He's just going to outrun him. Yeah, the intangibles that these guys have, too, to catch the ball and be full speed as they catch it. Never lose stride, get upfield, um, you know, and make big plays. It'll remind us, I think, the most of the West Coast offense we saw with, you know, Rice and John Taylor and those guys. Um, but we have a more dangerous tight end. This isn't Russ Francis. This isn't Brent Jones. This is George freaking Kittle. George freaking Kittle. And, I mean, he can make all these plays. Um, this will be the most potent offense the 49ers have had so far. Um, the most po potent run game. The you know probably the best offensive line. Uh, I'm pretty sure I could say that. That's close. So I mean you've got a lot of positions where they can be completely successful. Um, it's going to be scary. And then they added the added element of Trey Sermon with the physicality. So not just Wilson, but now him with physicality. And Raheem Mostert ran a lot more physical last year than ever before. Yeah, he did. Um, so they are going to be able to bully you, finesse you trick you um it's going to be fun to watch because they have all the elements they need now to make a kyle shanahan you know top five offense um that's the capabilities i'm not saying they're there yet they have to prove it but that's the capabilities 100 the capabilities a lot of people are sleeping on this 49ers team especially this 49ers offense yep. we think they're primed for a breakout year what do you think let us know down below in the comment section right now do you agree is this team and this o ready to dominate the nfc west or do you disagree you think this team doesn't have enough pieces? They have to go make a move for Julio. They have to go make some other moves as well. Let us know about it. We want to hear. We want to have that conversation with you. Have it with us today. And while you're down there, don't forget to like. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button as well. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell. Join the Cutback community. One of the fastest growing communities on YouTube. Fastest growing. I can say that. It's legitimate. It's real. You're helping us get there. We appreciate it. Help us get to 1K. And I will say this, if they bring Julio Jones in via trade, um, they're, they're a 35-point-a-game team. I mean, they really are. They scored 29 points per game in 2019. Add six on top of that with Julio Jones. 
Um, the team would be unstoppable. That'd be fun to watch. Um, what else is unstoppable is how great the people are that watch this and the content um, that they always talk about. They're always having great questions, and that is awesome. I enjoy it. We love it. We love y'all. And until next time, 49ers fans, you stay safe. And remember the right way. It is, is always the 49ers, 49ers way. way.